guys, welcome to the Two Girls One Nut podcast. We are a trio of millennials having real conversations about social and philosophical topics. My name is Nicole. It's Jessica here. This is Rio. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Two Girls One Nut. Today, our topic of discussion is marriage. It seems like everyone these days at our age is getting engaged or popping out babies. I don't know about you, but I think this conversation should get pretty interesting. So without further ado, let's just get right into it. Welcome, guys. Hey. Welcome. Yas. So, um, what are your thoughts on marriage, guys? Well, this was topic brought up by Rio. Yeah. Rio, what's your thought on marriage? First word, scary. Really? Still? A little bit. Why is it scary? Well, I think with marriage, it's it's funny because it's going to be with that person that you truly love and care about. But there's some situations where marriage kind of brings out the uh, the, the bad in the person, right? Or you don't you don't realize hmm. um, some of the bad in that person until you actually become married. But yeah. that could be subjective because there's different types of marriages. There's marriages where you get married after a year. There's marriages you've yeah. been with that person for mm. seven years plus right i also like i don't think it's necessarily like that you see the uglier side of them like maybe like i guess yeah like you said there's different sides of it like some people like live together before they get married yeah. some people get married and then live together yeah um, but i think also the title of like husband or wife kind yeah. of like changes the expectations you have oh, on a person totally. as well yeah so it's almost like putting more pressure on that person to be like, oh, you're my husband now. You need to do this. Till death do us apart. Yeah. <laughs> like that's puts, the scary thing. <laughs> like it puts more pressure on the relationship, I think. And that's what kind of changes the dynamics of things. I think it should, though. Yeah. Like I, I, I think marriage is a very holy, uh, you know. It's a beautiful thing. It's a holy thing. Yeah, like I think it's definitely a very special thing, and like when you find the right person, like it can be very special. It's and a very sacred matrimony. Very sacred. Yeah. Okay, so like, what is the difference between like obviously being like a boyfriend girlfriend who's been together for ten years and lives together is basically like a common law versus like a couple who's been together for two years and gets married? Like, what's the difference between that? Well, we put it what's that better? way legality yeah exactly legality you guys split stuff down the middle mm-hmm. <laughs> um, if you guys divorce and there's a huge other topic because well, yeah. um, if you're common law and living together technically in the eyes of the government you kind of are married That's yeah you get common. the same legal rights so then what's the difference to actually get married versus being common law so that's the thing marriage is i want to say it's not superficial but it's just paper and just legality and just putting it yeah. on I think it's symbolic. Symbolic, yeah. I think it's highly symbolic, yeah. And talking about marriage, like, it it could mean different things to different cultures, too, right? True. Because you can't get married, like, in Catholic, like, me and Nicole are, we're Catholic, right? Just I mean, I grew grew up Roman Catholic. um, Filipinos. But I don't necessarily follow it anymore. Like, I have my own beliefs. Yeah. Like, obviously, sex before marriage, Mm -hmm. out the window. (laughs) So, so with my parents, they actually had me before they got married. Whoa, oh, juicy! They they had to get married because she was pregnant. Nice. So she, I was in the stomach when uh, when they when she was going down the aisle. Are they still together? No, they're not. Oh, okay. So this is why it scares me because I've witnessed divorce. Yeah, yeah. Right? So marriage is not always 
happy, you know, rainbows and butterflies. Mm-hmm. It's it's a tough thing, right? But that's the thing because it's we all know how ugly it is, right? Mm-hmm. And people who still choose to do it, it I think it's kind of special. It is special. Yeah. yeah. I think, like, the perception of marriage itself, like, people get married and they think, like, obviously about the party that they're going to have and, like, mm. all their friends are going to see their love, etc. and whatnot. You just have this grand party, but then what happens after, like, the smoke and mirrors clears, right? Like, people don't necessarily, like, think of that side, like, the ups and downs. Like, being in a marriage, I think, like, you become, like, a unit. Like, you want to build a future and a family mm. together, right? So, like, obviously there will be ups and downs and, like, Till death to us part and through thick and thin, basically, mm-hmm. or whatever the thing is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it, yeah, it's right? through thick and thin. Is it through yeah. thick and thin? Yeah. Or um, till sick, is it sickness? Till so death to us part? No, what's the other one before through that? Through sickness and health. Through yeah, sickness, sickness and, and health. health. Yeah. There we go. So, yeah, I think, I mean, it's definitely very special, but I think there's also a part of some people that get married for the wrong reasons yeah. and get married extremely young mm-hmm. as well. I'm not saying it's like the worst thing you can do, but. Um, I was reading something where it said that the people who get married uh, when they're 25 and younger actually have a higher divorce rate than those who get married Guaranteed. at an older age. Because, like, our cousins, for example, um, one of our cousins actually got married, um, and he was, like, in his 30s. Are they right? still together? Um, no. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> but I'm just saying, like, every relationship is different, too, right? Like, I have friends who were together dating for 10 years, and they got married after 10 years. Right, and their their marriage is still going strong, yeah, and yeah. they've been through like a lot of ups and downs themselves. Yeah, right. So I think it just comes down to your commitment to that person and like the reason why you're getting married as well. Yeah. Do you guys feel the stigma of being pressured into marriage, I, like by family and friends? Me personally, no. Like, does it get to you when you see these Instagram photos of? people that you grew up with getting married not really hold on those are two separate things right like (laughs) like it's it's another aspect of pressure yeah so pressure from family i had a couple years ago not so much now and parents gave up (laughs) yeah do you feel the pressure sometimes so so my family will kind of tell me hey you gotta get married at this certain age oh shit because you want to be able to keep up with your son or daughter when you're older Hmm. if that makes sense okay well having children in marriage is a along the line or is it a separate thing it's a what's along the line i think it goes hand in hand like i think once you get married people expect you to like pop out babies in the next oh, few yeah, years true, true. right and i think like every one has a different timeline like my mom had me in her mid-30s and mm. like a lot of our cousins had their children a lot later too and like they're still keeping up with their kids and i yeah. think it all depends on what you want like if you want to get married young then great do you that's your own journey at the end of the day but for me i just think i want to be more mature and like actually spend the time on the relationship and build up a solid foundation and a solid relationship first before actually you know saying those vows because i think it's like a super important and like really big step in your life to get married so I, i wanted to get married when i was young yeah so what was your timeline actually when you were married like, sorry, sorry, not when you were married. No. Was your I'm, not, I'm not married. Sorry. Um, when you were younger, obviously you had a timeline of, oh, I'm going to get married at this certain age. Uh, I want to have kids at this age. Mm-hmm. What was your specific timeline when you were younger? You must have thought about this. I thought I would be married by 23, kids by 25. That's what I thought, too. Yeah. <laughs> See, actually, when I was younger, I was, like, really scared of having kids. And, like, there was a point where I was like, hmm, I don't even know if I want kids. And then as I've gotten older, I think uh. I've... 
actually appreciated it more and I do want kids down the line. Yeah. Um, but I still, of course, want to be able to become a bit more financially stable, of course, and have that financial security as well as like having a solid foundation and relationship. And that's just me anyways. And like, I don't mind being a little bit older, right? Because at the end of the day, it's like, I want to be able to do the things in life that I want to do before settling down into that different type of space in my life. Well, you nailed it. Just the financial security. Yeah, because I grew up in, like, very, like, financial instability. Mm. And, like, that's not something that I want for my kids. Like, I want to be able to provide, like, a life where I'm not stressed about money and my husband, like, we're not fighting about money. I don't want it to be that same environment. I want to create a different environment for my future children. Mm -hmm. Right? Well, I think in this day and age with millennials, it's a lot harder than back in the day. Mm -hmm. Because houses now are, like, what, like... A million dollars for you know a nice a nice condo or you can't even get a house. It's really up, <laughs> yeah. unattainable. But back in the day, like they could have bought like a house for a lot cheaper mm. and start a family sooner because they had that, they had that um and have stability. more kids. And more yeah, kids. like nine kids. Like my crazy. grandparents had nine kids. Man, it was like I think I read somewhere like having kids in the U.S. is like ten grand a kid just to give birth. It could That's be insane. Yeah. yeah, not including to like the eighteen years. Thank God we them. live in Canada. Yeah. It's free to have children. And they pay you. <laughs> yeah. So, Rio, I want to go- touch back. So, like, back on feeling pressure for marriage. Mm. So, how does that make you feel? Like, do you feel like you need to, like, pop the question sooner than later? Like, what's with the pressure thing? Like, is it affecting you to a point where you feel like you actually need to do it? It's not affecting me. But from talking to my friends that are in relationships for a long time, mm. I could see there's pressure. From them, too? From, from them? friends? Well, or they're having their significant others pressuring oh pressuring their their, their partner gotcha. into getting married mm-hmm. so that's what kind of is interesting to me i see that pressure on them yeah and interesting it, like the guy's not ready or the girl's not ready for various reasons so i want to talk about that too so not only is there pressure from like parents or family Pressure from, like, the other significant other, and typically it could be the female, but other times it also could be the male Mm -hmm. putting pressure on the woman. Um, But I think putting pressure on someone to put a ring on it, like, I think it's, I don't know, I just feel like it's kind of forced. So that's my question. I want to talk about, like, me being, like, a man with a a woman that I've been with for a long time. Um, What would cause a woman to pressure a man to getting married? What would cause... A woman to pressure to get married. Is it age? Age could be a factor. It could be like a st- status thing too, because she sees all her friends around her getting engaged. Okay. So it could be environment. That. Environment. Uh, so age, environment. Let's talk about age. So yeah. what would cause, you know, like someone to to want to pressure your your partner to getting married because of age? Like, what comes with that? Like, the only thing I could think of, like, if, if I was in that situation, right? It would be like me wanting to have the stability, that that dream future. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, of building my own family, having our home. You know, I want yeah. to kickstart that. Okay, and wait. How does, how does wait. age come into that? Because, mm-hmm. because like, I don't want to, like, really be having kids in, like, my late 30s or 40s, right? Mm-hmm. Even though I have friends who have done so and, and they're great, they always said, like, they kind of wish they started, like, a couple years earlier. Most of my friends who tried to have kids at 39 or 40... Uh, had to go through in vitro. Oh, it's mm. tougher. Yeah, it's tougher. It's a very expensive yeah. process. And, like, their doctors at the time was literally like, it's now or never. 
Yeah. Oh, wow. Well, yeah. I feel like when you're in your late, late 30s, like, going into 40, it's definitely very risky. Like, I think they yeah. say, the cat, like, the age is, like, 35. And yeah. Then, for me, I think 32, 33 is, like, a... Like, that's ideally where I would like to be, and that's, like, what, four years away from Honestly, me? I'm not on birth controls at all. Just me neither. Just because I want to get ready... Honestly, I've been off birth control for a while. I think birth control, for me anyways, it made me actually feel really fucked up. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I just think it's not natural to be fucking with your hormones, especially when you're at this age. Like, it just, for me, it just made me feel very uncomfortable. So that's the reason why I'm not on birth control. But besides that, let's get back into the... Yeah, but back to pressuring. Like, I I think, like, kids would be my huge motivator. Having kids. Okay. And, like, I also think, too, like... It, again, it's the environment and feeling like all your friends around you are getting engaged. I think that's a huge thing. And when you go on Instagram, like you see like another person's getting engaged. You go on Facebook, someone else is getting engaged or someone's getting pregnant. So I think that's where a lot of the pressure also comes from is from the people around you. Hey, I've been to so many weddings and gave up so much money. I'm ready to get that all back. You know? <laughs> yeah, it's like, yeah, I've been to a lot of weddings. <laughs> I love weddings. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, I love going to weddings. Like, I can't wait to plan my own down the road. Um, But for me, like, I'm not necessarily, like, in a rush. Like, I don't feel like I would want to put pressure on my partner to be, like, put a ring on it now, now. But I want to add something there. Sorry, not to cut you off. But what if you generally, in your heart, your, your partner really wants to get married within the first next year or the year after, right? One or two years out. Mm -hmm. They really want to, and they're putting the foot down. And you guys have a great relationship. Like an ultimatum, you're saying, right? An ultimatum. It, it's not really, kind of like an ultimatum, but not really. Like, if I'm that, not going to be with you yeah, in it's a like year if, if we don't get married. Yeah, kind of. Because that happens. Yeah, it does. And it's, to, I, I, I used to, like, hate people who do that ultimatum, but then I start to understand, like, that's what they truly want. This is what their timeline, this is what their projection is, mm-hmm. this is what they, they're going for, right? And if they're having a, a decent communication with their partner, but like, hey, listen, I really want to, if you're not ready for it, it's better off I find somebody else who's going to be on the same page wow. as me. That, I feel like that is like, then are they really in the relationship with you for the right reason? Is that true love? Well, it is true, pretty much love. But if you, that's something you really okay. Let's just say such you such a good. This is a good, such a good. Situation. Yeah, but like if this. if you are dating someone and that person never wants to get married and it's been my dream to get married and no way in hell am I going to convince him. Mm-hmm. I love that person, but this is something I truly want and I cannot let that go. Right. Well, I want to yeah, fulfill it's your my priority. Yeah, think, I'm not saying it is, but yeah. I'm just saying like if that's the situation, then I do also start to respect people who are valuing their needs as well. Exactly. Yeah, yeah and there's no problem for like <clears throat> if that's their timeline and that's something that you want exactly. to do. Obviously, being able to communicate that with your partner and possibly coming to like a happy medium or compromising, and if not, then realizing that maybe you guys aren't the right match for each other right. and that you should find different partners that actually align with your values and what you want out of life. Right, right. Yeah, that's on the dog. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, I think that... um, And maybe that partner (laughs) does need that little bit of a kick. Probably. (laughs) In order to... Well, it's scary to get that ultimatum, right? What? It's kind of... It's like a kick into reality. Oh, I got to either propose her and fulfill her needs or she could go to someone else and be happy with that person. Yeah. Hmm. So it kind of kicks you in the gear, like, oh, maybe I should propose to her. Maybe I am ready. I gotta learn how to grow up. Oh man, these are like sweet. That's really intense. Yeah. Like, maybe am I like? That's what I would be thinking. Am I like my... too easygoing? Like I feel like the symbol of the ring. Like I do like the symbol of a ring. Like even like I'm pro- having a promise ring, for example, mm. and like kind of setting the 
the stone for the engagement ring is like really nice. Like I like the symbol of the ring. Mm. Um, How about the wedding? The wedding I think is really special, but I think there's like, I've seen a lot of things like people get really out of hand, like spending a lot of like thousands and thousands of dollars on just to impress other people. And it kind of like becomes more about other people and not so much about the love itself and your relationship in a way. So what's your dream wedding look like? Um, for me, I actually want a night wedding and I want it to be under a full moon and I want it to be at the beach in nice. Mexico or like, uh, I want it to be a destination abroad. wedding, destination. but yeah, basically it has to be a full moon and you know, that's the witchy side of me, but uh, yeah. yeah, that's literally my dream. And I don't want it. Like I want to have a party and I want us to have like a performance. Like we're going to have like a dance routine. <laughs> Beyonce and Jay-Z. Yeah, Beyonce and Jay-Z. <laughs> yeah, we're going to do like a dance routine and... I want it to be, like, small and intimate mm. with, like, close friends and family. Um, but then I would also want to have, like, obviously, like, a party to celebrate with, like, a bigger group of people. But I would want it to be, like, pretty intimate for, like, the ceremony and whatnot. Mm. So you want that lavish wedding from what I could hear? Um, is it lavish? That is lavish. It's not that lavish. You're going to Mexico. You're, you're having a performance with Jay-Z and Beyonce. Yeah, yeah. Like, I'm <laughs> calculating all the other no, 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 not performance. No, because you want that huge party again afterwards. No, she wants to be Beyonce and him. No, I want to perform. Like we're gonna set up a dance routine. Like we're gonna perform. (laughs) His mouth is like, oh no, like yeah, no. Um, what's it called? That's my plan. That's the plan. That's a lavish party. Okay, that's not lavish at all. Saving. I don't think that's that lavish. I feel like what what lavish what what isn't lavish is you going to the um to the courthouse getting that document. Okay, that's a COVID wedding. That's a COVID wedding. (laughs) See, Um, I I feel like that's too low budget for me. Like I definitely want to. There you go. Okay, listen, listen. I'm listening. Destination wedding. Okay, that's (laughs) the most expensive part. Or there's lots of beaches in Vancouver too. Yeah, you the don't, don't kid yourself. You don't want party. that. No. You don't want to be at Kitsilano getting a wedding. No, no, but literally. Red Beach. <laughs> yeah, no, but literally, you need to find a place that has like the biggest full moon. Like, there's places that you could try. Red Beach, Nudist Beach. No, but like a full moon. Where yeah, you Nudist Beach. Thailand. Thailand. Okay, Thailand. Yeah. Well, wherever. We got to do research, but that's <laughs> ideally like what I would like. Jessica, yeah. what's your ideal wedding? Okay, well, hold on. I thought of this many times, right? I'm like, I think I could do any type of wedding, to be fair. Okay. Any type. Minimalist, yeah. No, but what's your ideal? My ideal? Because a lot of people say they don't want to have a lavish wedding, but then when they explain it... <laughs> like, Nicole. It's like, oh my no, God. No, but lavish wedding as in, like, people, like, have, like, these banquet halls and they have, like, all these crazy things. Like, I feel like... But that's, once- that's cheaper than... Well, I don't know if it's cheaper um, than Destination, but... Oh, no, it's not because they, the people actually pay for their own ticket. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, please that's don't invite me to that. Exactly. Idea. Exactly. Hello. And like, but if you have a hookup in the airline industry, then it could you could get a deal. And plus, I feel like it's like a vacation and a wedding all in one. So like, realistically, all you really need is some chairs. You just need the tiki torches. Okay. Yeah. Tiki torches. I like that. I like right? that. And I would probably get like a close friend to officiate the wedding mm. too. Like, I would want it to be like that. I, I don't really want a priest or anything, I would want it to be, like, a close friend or relative to officiate the wedding. 
or the ceremony, mm-hmm, whatever. Because, mm-hmm. um, like, I don't know, I feel like I'm pretty resourceful, and, like, I'm very good at DIY, so I just feel like I could... You're going to go crazy yes, prepping for a wedding. That's fun. Oh, definitely. Like, I'm such a party planner, so I think when the time comes, it definitely, like, will get crazy. I don't know. We'll see. Uh, we'll see what happens. Mushrooms for everyone. Yeah, mushrooms. <laughs> okay, back to Jessica. I want to hear this, uh, this lavish party you're, you're building in your head. Oh, man. Okay, so it's been revised so many years. Like, I just keep adding and switching things. <laughs> Um, so I am Roman Catholic as well too. I'm not a practicing religious person mm. at all, but in my head, somewhere deep down, I would like to get married in the church. In church, okay. I would like to have the whole traditional ceremony. Um, my background is Chinese, so I would like to have the traditional Chinese tea ceremony. Yeah. And so I don't care about the big, the, how big it is, the size, or how lavish it is. I care about following through traditions. Cool. I want to maintain what is like very traditional. Yeah, like I don't care. Like I could get hitched in Vegas, really. Right. Like what tea ceremony has? <laughs> <laughs> but I would like if you're asking my ideal. Like I would love to be like really traditional things that I learned growing up, being in the Catholic Church. Uh, sorry, Catholic school. Like oh, you're mm-hmm. supposed to walk down the aisle with your partner or with your father and da 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 in the church. Like I would like to see that come true, right? Aww. But I could also get hitched in Vegas, right? That's fair. Yeah. So it, why not both? You yes, can have two ceremonies. There's a church in Vegas, yeah. yeah. That's right. <laughs> you can do the tea ceremony here, and then you can do the Vegas wedding and yeah. go, go nuts. Like, my taste on marriage, really, like, I think, I've heard both sides. Like, I've heard, like, it's, it's, a, it's a capitalism, like, it's just, like, a, a charade for everyone, and, and it means so many different things for different people, right? Yeah. But at the end of the day, it's a symbol of it that really, like, holds true. And especially in modern day where we know, like, about all the divorce stories, we know mm-hmm. about, like, how non-beneficial it is to get married right like it's very like especially for guys yeah oh man well have you seen the movie marriage story no with um with a whatchamacallit scarlett johansson and i forgot his name something driver but it's 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 exactly that mini driver not mini driver but Uh, some well yeah but what's it about it's about um two people that were married for a long time they have a son and then they're going through the divorce period Uh, and the divorce period actually changes the people so they initially wanted to um do this without lawyers yeah without just divorcing right yeah so yeah they're gonna split down the middle yeah um the wife was introduced to a a lawyer like a divorce lawyer yeah and that divorce lawyer basically changed the whole outcome of everything so she's like oh you need to do this this and this yeah you need to use this against him in order to get custody of your son yeah it was it's a it's a nasty movie yeah it's really nasty so many nasty divorce stories like i've heard guys like play like uh, matrimony uh, sorry alimony for years like, and that yeah. was like over 10 years so ago. So alimony is a thing in the States, right? I think It's so, kind of yeah. like child support, but for your marriage. Yeah, but except the couple I'm thinking about doesn't even have kids. No, but that's what I'm saying. Alimony is like when you get married, but then they still owe you 50% and have to pay you X amount monthly, yeah. right? Yeah, That's so nuts to me. Yeah, <laughs> like, like it's a nasty... But, but back, getting back to the point, like there's so many like defects to the, like why we... Like there's so many reasons of why we shouldn't get married, right? Like if you but listen to... From a guy's side... Girl side it's too, I think. Heavily, it's heavily favored in the hey, girl hey, side. Hey, 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 what if I'm stocking with cash? You know? Then you have a prenup, but regardless <laughs> yeah. of that. What do, you think, what do you think of prenups? What do I think of prenups? Yeah. Uh, like, depends. Let's say you had like a really rich potential wife. Yeah. You guys are about to get married and she's like, babe, you need to sign a prenup. How would you feel? <laughs> <laughs> 
I'll tell you when I get there, but... Oh, stop it. Wait, I, have a, I have a question, though. So what like, would you... You tell me. I have a question. On your so, side. Like, with the offended. <laughs> Why would you be offended? Wait, I have a question about yeah. prenups first. So with a prenup, you can obviously customize it, right? Yes. So it's basically like a contract saying, like, if we divorce... I get this what, percent whatever. of everything. Yes. So you can still customize it. So, like, why do people have issues with a prenup? Why? It's, it's basically you protecting... Do you not trust me? Because usually the prenup is very, like, oh, you're, I'm taking, like, everything I own. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's do you not, it's, it's, it's like, do you not, it's like a smack in my face. Like, I don't trust you. That's... <laughs> like, just in case. I would hope mm. that my partner understands, like, I, I, I... Actually, not even my partner understands. I would hope that in the future, if I were ever to get a divorce... I don't get into that nasty battle, that mindset. Mm-hmm. You're gonna get through that nasty I battle. I hope. Not. I mean, it's here's a, like I talked about that movie. Yeah. So your lawyer is gonna be talking on your behalf. You're not. You have no say in anything. Basically, they're gonna be basically fighting for whatever you can get from I mean, that person. I think it depends on how the relationship also ends. Like, if I feel like if it's really emotionally charged in a negative way, like let's say the husband cheated on the wife and it pisses her off. Right? That's still not an excuse. I, I know it's not an excuse, yeah. but I'm saying, like, those situations do happen where they're like, hey, I want a divorce, you cheated on me, and, like, they basically want to spite them. Mm. Right? I think that's where those situations happen. Yeah, it I can mean, be emotional. Emo- emotional, but, like, obviously I've never been through it. I can't really mm-hmm. speak for it on a personal level. That's just kind of, like, what I'm thinking could mm-hmm. happen in a bad divorce. And there are, like, divorces that do happen mutually, too, right? That mm-hmm. do end pretty amicably, and they're still able to co-parent and whatnot. But, I mean... I think every situation is probably different, mm. but I mean, we, I think it like it depends on the person, the person's yeah. involved, right? And like I said, I, I really hope that if I ever had to go to that point, that you know, I hope I can act within reason, and I hope my partner or ex partner, whoever, can act within reason. And I hope that when I do get proposed, I don't see that prenup because I'd be like, what mm. the fuck is this shit? Hmm. Yeah. Interesting. But do you think it's... It's a possibility. Do you think a prenup is just like they're trying to protect their own assets at the end of the day type of thing? They're trying to protect their own assets and the family's assets. Yeah. Well, then I don't want to be a part of that family then. Really? Is that that like... So it's a deal breaker. It would be a deal breaker for you. Know me for who I am. Because I'm confident with knowing who I am. I won't take something that's not mine. But how do they like... But... Like, because they can't foresee what the future holds, right? Don't marry me then. Simple. That's where I stand. Yeah? How would, so, what about you, Rio? Like, if someone got you to sign a prenup and they were proposing, or you guys were getting married, but they wanted you to sign a prenup. Sure. You would sign it? Well, because I have my own money. I don't care. Fair. Mm, It's only in a situation where it's, like, super lopsided, then I'll think about it, What if, like, what if it is super lopsided? What if it's, like, ridiculous amount of wealth? She has the ridiculous yeah, amount. Yeah, inheritance, ridiculous yeah. amount. Like, like let's just say, like, I don't know, Jeff Bezos. Yeah. <laughs> okay? And you have your job, and then because of her lavish lifestyle, she wants you to start traveling so or spending more time with her, so mm-hmm. it takes you away from your job and your career. And then at the end, you're kind of, like, left with nothing off your own. That's pretty severe. It is. I'm, I'm it, it's with, very... I'm, so I'm basically not working? Or... Yeah, because you want to, she wants to spend more time. Yeah. and. You know, she's like, I could afford both of our lifestyles, no mm. problem. And you do give up your career, right? Because you, you value your relationship a lot. And at the end of it, when you're, you're proposed to her, she's like, okay, yeah, babe, but you need to sign a prenup. If she's making me change my lifestyle and removing me from my work and my, and my yeah. income, 
Um, if she's telling me to sign a prenup, then that's a slap to my you'd face. Have to, but that, that's how I feel, though. Because, I feel like you'd well, have to I, have... We talked about this before. <laughs> I feel like that's a way of trying to control me in my Ooh, life. Yeah. Because yeah. you're mean, making me become, you know, like a travel buddy or whatever have you. And like, I'm losing my power of not having yeah. that, that, um, that income. Yeah. So that's, if you're making me true. sign a prenup, that's, there's obviously some... But that's how most women so feel, weird. right? Like, I feel I'm like not- at the end of the day, it should come to like some sort of compromise to an understanding. Like, obviously, like if someone was making you sign a prenup, you're not just gonna be like, "Oh no, I'm not gonna marry you." I feel like you'd you'd want to have like a conversation about it and be able to come to some sort of compromise. What's your thought on this then? Hmm, it's a toughie. I mean, obviously, like I don't really know. Obviously, because I've never this never happened to me. But if it were, we're all daydreaming. Yeah, that's true. Okay, <laughs> okay. Let me channel my inner prenup thoughts here. <laughs> um, like obviously, if the relationship and like I was committed to this person and they were wanting me to sign a prenup, I think having a conversation about it and having some sort of insurance policy and be like, okay, like if I'm not going to be working and you're supporting both of us and I'm going to be a stay-at-home mom with the kids, like, I feel like you still have to cover your own ass at the end of the day because if they do end up leaving you and you signed a prenup and you're left with nothing and you're left to be on the streets, then then that's obviously a horrible situation. So I feel like you'd have to have some sort of communication where you can customize the prenup where it's like, okay, well, if you leave me, then I get $50,000 still. Something like that, right? So it's not much of a prenup then. What do you mean? Because I don't think you could customize it to that extent. I think you just, think, just don't yeah. have a prenup at yeah, that Yeah, I don't point. really know how prenups work, but I feel like there should be some sort of customization to it. There is, there is. Most so, some middle ground where it's like, okay, if you want me to sign a prenup, and then let's say something does happen, whatever, then okay. you should still get something if you're... You know, a stay-at-home mom. So I'll sign a, a light prenup then. A light. So, so here, here's like two pages prenup. I'll sign that. <laughs> oh man, this is so grim. So, so here's here's how I'll reiterate the situation. I guess like the prenup, even if you guys customize it, whatever, it's kind of you saying like this is what the end of our marriage is worth at value, and this is the contract agreement. Whereas if you have it as just a marriage and then a divorce, it's open-ended for fighting. Yes. Things are... <laughs> battle it out. But the thing is, like, I feel like when you get married, like, you're forming your life together. You're building a future together. You're going to become a unit and have kids together and, like, have a family together, right? Or typically you want we to hope. have family, yeah. right? So at the end of the day, like, you're throwing your... Not throwing your old life away, but you're just... <laughs> Death of the Bachelor. That sounds bad, but like you're kind of like going from your old life into this new life where you're functioning as a unit now, right? So like, let's say 10 years down the line that ends and you end up like having to fend for yourself and you signed a prenup and again, you're left with nothing. I think everybody's vulnerable when you get married to whatever. And by having a prenup, it's just an easy escape route for one person, one party. You know, I think there could be... um special like you know things you can put into the prenup like if the person cheats then you get nothing yeah i don't know if that's true or not, Actually, but certain I think, countries enforce that i think, I think that's something in you put into that. like adultery like yeah adultery is a crime yeah. hmm. so and it's subjective on what what the prenup kind of yeah triggers. and that's what i'm saying customization so okay let's just say all of us are our, our current status right and <clears throat> we're gonna marry our whatever current partners whatever and do each of them write out their own prenup conditions? <laughs> like, is that how it's going to work for the future? Probably. Here's yeah, my Google Docs. Can yeah. you update this? I mean, yeah. Like, I feel like with any business partner, let's say. For but it's not a business. No. It's a marriage. Well, no, but I'm saying a marriage is kind of like having a business partner in a way. 
Is it not? Oh man, you guys are making me not want to marry. <laughs> is it not though? I feel like it's kind of like a it business is. partnership because you're forming you're right. legalities you're right. and in the eyes of the government, like you are like one unit. So it kind of is like having a business partner in well, a way. I have a question that's kind of right? separate from this mm. whole whole thing. Let's say you have children with a partner mm. and it doesn't work out and you're on the verge of divorcing yeah. for whatever reason. Would you stay for the kids? So wait. Let's say they cheated on you. Would you stay for the kids if they cheated on you? I think... Um, it's like a one-time thing. They cheated on you. It's a mistake. I think it honestly depends on the situation and depends on the two people as well, right? Like if you feel like there's still hope to work past it. Like I've seen myself... Um, marriages literally fall to the ground and disintegrate because of adultery, but then they end up working things out and moving past that. So obviously it is possible. I've seen it. Um, like speaking from my own personal experience, if that were to happen to me, I think that would be an extremely challenging situation to face, right? And obviously when you have kids, it makes it even more difficult, right? But at the end of the day, it comes down to if you're able to work past it, and get past it because I think when you get cheated on it puts a dent in the relationship and then it kind of becomes just a thing that you constantly go back to so you have to be able to move past that incident in order to actually keep moving forward in the marriage mm -hmm. I think it's 10 times more work that's what I'm saying yeah like it adds, that there's a it dent. adds more weight load to the marriage itself yeah if that happens but to answer your question Rio like because I don't know. Growing up, I see my parents, they stick through everything with each other, no matter how bad they fight each other, cats and dogs, like they're, they're still together. Right. And I think I, I've heard the, the words like I'm staying around just for the children, you know, sentences thrown to each other, you know, mm -hmm. um, are my parents still together? Yeah. Are they the happiest with each other? Probably not. But they are, you know, like my my brother and I both moved out of the house mm -hmm. and my parents still get along. They still go on mm -hmm. dates and, you know, they're still working through. Mm -hmm. So my impression is that that's how love is supposed to be. You work with each other through most things yeah. and everything. Through thick and thin. Through yeah. thick and thin. And that's what I, I want to hold up to. Right. Yeah. I'm not saying like I will accept it. I think like especially that I've been single for so long now mm -hmm. and that I've been traveling and living my best life. I think it would be very hard for me to compromise my own happiness for the sake of you know my kids or mm -hmm. anything but again I, I haven't been a parent yet ever but and then I also think too like staying for the kids like if the home environment is is becoming extremely toxic and you guys are fighting all the time and can't work past your mm. issues then do you really want your kids to be growing up in an environment like that and seeing that as what marriage is right because again that would just continue the cycle of the toxic that's a very valid point mm -hmm. right yeah. so of course yeah staying for the kids is great like i've seen like family members do that mm -hmm. but you also are creating that environment for the children as well and that's kind of setting the tone for them in their adulthood mm -hmm. in relationships mm -hmm. well same can be said with growing up with a single parent though it's true. Yeah, but I think... Because I could have that, that emotional and that, you know, psychological toll on, on the children. Of course. Like, I think, like... If, like, I'm, I'm, I'm a child of divorce, and I feel like it's affected me a lot. But I think, were your parents able to co-parent properly? Like, did your parents co-parent, like, where they could still remain friends and co-parent, and, like, you didn't see them, like, fighting necessarily, and they were able to figure out, like, almost transition their relationship from marriage, romantic, to friendship and being able to still respect each other while co-parenting you no exactly right so like i think 
Like, mm-hmm. it's obviously easier said than done to do that because it takes a lot of emotional maturity to, like, realize, okay, this marriage didn't work out. Let's figure out a way where we can still co-parent and not have to let our emotions get in the way. But things are a lot easier said than done. Of course. And I think, what I like, what Rio is expressing is, is a very valid thing. Like, you are entitled, like, what your feelings were at the time is valid. Like, if it didn't work out, you didn't think it was the best situation... It wasn't, and there was nothing to deny about that, right? Mm-hmm. There's not saying there's no way to fluff around yeah. and say like, "Oh my god, it was great," or "This is the best possible outcome yeah. for what it is." Like, no, what you were feeling was valid. Mm-hmm. Like, if it was shit, it was shit, right? If what was shit, the marriage? Like, like ha- having the separation and the oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. on on himself, right? Yeah. Well, I think. Well, I had thoughts about this as well. Do you think getting married too young would be, or not, or getting married when you're not ready? Do you think that would be detrimental to your your children's psychological health? Getting married when you're not ready. Yeah. I don't think anybody's ever really ready. I like, mean, say financially not ready, and your kids anybody. can't you know grow up to have that that life, whatever have you. I don't That's think a, that we've ever experienced this, and none of us are really ready. Because like mm-hmm. people are getting married just cause, like the for example, you get you get pregnant and you're forced to get married. Yeah. Right, but you're technically not ready to get married financially. You're yeah. stable. Yeah, you're not stable enough. Yeah, I think that could pose a lot of different um, issues down the line because it puts yeah. a lot more stress on the marriage itself. So but is it you, is it being selfish to do being, that? Yes, to, it is. Right, yeah, okay. I would say so. To get married just because you're having a baby, kind yeah, of. Yeah, but is that is that being selfish to towards yourself and you know? Oh, it's it's, wh- it's wh- being bad to your. There's a streamline of multiple questions there. So, <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. I'm just trying to like pinpoint them. So the first thing to say I want to share is that no one's ever ready. No one's ever for ready for any challenges in life. You're never ready to break a wrist from rollerblading. You're never mm-hmm. ready for like to get fired from a job. Nothing. Anything that happens to you, mom, uh, mom, uh, sorry, that's very um, big moment in your life. You're, you're not always ready for them. So to say like, oh, we weren't ready financially, da da da, whatever excuses. Sorry, invalid. Life comes at you at like racing speeds, right? So do you want to prepare yourself and equip yourself with the best before you walk into that route? Yeah, people can plan that, right? But it doesn't always work out to plans. Yeah, of course. Like, things, plans do change. But, plans do change. But, like, if you're not financially ready, and, like, obviously people still get married if you're financially ready. This is just me, like, thinking out loud. Like, if you're not financially ready, should you be getting married? I don't think so. Right, because like, let's say you're spending or, uh, you're spending or, money on a wedding, and you're putting yourself into more debt, for example, to have this wedding. Okay, right? what if people choose to have a low budget wedding? And that's fine. That's being smart. Yeah, that's your choice. Exactly. So, we're, but I'm talking about the people who aren't necessarily financially ready, but they're still splurging on the wedding. Okay, that's just like bad money management. Yeah, people do that. <laughs> it has yeah. nothing to do with people do like, that. Like that's bad. That's just poor man- money management, right? But if you're saying like. Um, a, a couple that just like met each other like for two three months and they want to get married on six months. I mean, to each their own, but that could also. That's like, too quick. I feel like that's pretty quick. I mean, it could work out. I feel like that's how they used to do it back in the day. It's yeah, like, in the yeah. olden days, like they would get married. Like, yeah. Really quickly. And they're still like um, some cases they're still together. Some cases. Not. Yeah. Like, are you? Mm. The question was, are you ever ready for marriage? Uh, how do you get prepared for marriage? I think when you feel like you've found the right person and you've been able to, like, build that relationship with them, like, I feel like you just kind of, like, know that you want to be with this person, right? I said that about my toxic ex. (laughs) Yeah, but, like, did you actually want to marry him, though? 
Yeah. Probably at some point. At some point. Maybe yeah. at some point, but like. But would it have turned out? Oh man. Good. It no, it been divorced, right? Yeah. Hmm. So many questions. I mean, obviously, none of us have actually gotten married yet, right? We're all in our late twenties and early thirties. But let me ask you this: so, Are you always curious about your married friends? Do you ask them about marriage? Yeah, like, my best friend is married, and, yeah. like, they have two kids now, and, like, mm-hmm. I mean, I've seen them go through their ups and downs, like, her being my best friend and whatnot, mm-hmm. and, um, like, I do look up to them because, like, I just think that because, like, I've seen them go through ups and downs, and they're able to, like, work things out and are able to get through things together and mm. are stronger than ever, and yeah. they're able to like manage their two kids and manage a life together. I just think that's so beautiful to be able to have that with someone, mm-hmm. you know? And like at the end of the day, I think we're all searching for that person that you can do those things with. Mm-hmm. Right. Like I think, it, yeah, through the ups and downs and through the downs, it can be pretty horrible. But when you get past that and you get to the point where you can just be yourself with this person and mm-hmm. spend that quality time with them, I think it's like so so worth it. Mm-hmm. What do you think about, like, prolonged engagements? Like, I know people who were engaged for, like, two years, right? Okay. And then they get married. Like, what do you think of that? I think that's okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? Because that's a, it's a symbol saying that, oh, I want, I want to marry you. Yeah. Um, it's like the promise like ring an, idea. It's a promise ring. Like, mm-hmm. I want to marry you now, but we probably had this conversation that we want to build a foundation first yeah. before we get married. I think, yeah, I agree. I think, like, a prolonged engagement is, like, mm-hmm. a good thing, to be honest, because then it's still... It doesn't put so much pressure on you to be like, okay, you have the ring. Now True. we need to plan the wedding. Like, Well, because having that prolonged engagement, um, it doesn't, you know, you don't feel that pressure from your from your partner. Like, oh, how come we're not getting married? That's this what I'm saying. That. It's like less stress. Like, I feel like Way less I stress. want to like live a the least stressful life as possible. And like, I want to be able to enjoy time with my partner instead of like feeling like exterior pressure from friends or family or society like I want to go at our own pace like when yeah. we feel comfortable and like we feel ready like I don't want to just get married because like someone is saying we need to because at the end of the day it's our lives and I don't think that you should necessarily feel pressured to do something because someone else is telling you to do it because it's your life at the end of the day yeah and it's just showing your partner that you know what this this person is serious mm. about of course me, right and from I guess from a girl's <laughs> perspective the guy yeah. proposing to you Rather than him prolonging it and no engagement ring yet. Yeah. It's just, that's security. Because everyone wants to feel secure. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I would have to agree. What do you think? Prolonged engagement. I've been proposed to. Yeah? Twice. How long did that last, that proposal? Oh, uh, engagement. Uh, well, the first time I was very young. How old? I think it was like 18, 17. Oh, wow. damn. Yeah. 17? Yeah. And you, you said yes? I said yes, yeah. You said and yes then, to the dress? <laughs> there was no far, dress. Yeah, how far did that go? <laughs> Not that far. <laughs> Two months? A month? After? Yeah. Oh, maybe like three months after. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So what happened? We're both just too young. Yeah? Yeah, it makes yeah. sense. Oh, I have a question. How much would you be willing to spend on a wedding dress? Oh, willing? <laughs> oh, oh, do I want to? Like, how much would be, like... How much are wedding would you, dresses? Would you splurge? Do you get, like, $5,000 and up? Like, mm-hmm. I feel like there's a lot... Okay. How about that ring? Oh, I how care about the ring more it? than the dress. Yeah, the ring. Yeah. How much? Yeah. How much should the guy drop? This is for everyone listening. I think it was thirty percent of their annual salary. 
is okay. the number that I got. I, I I was told amongst girlfriends. Like three months of Who makes of salary? these rules up? I don't know, but I like to check these rule book. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. Three months salary? Interesting. Yeah. I've heard that before. You heard that too, yeah. right? Three months yeah, salary. Yeah. Does it like does it have to be that though? Like that's three months salary? Like well, no, that's a lot of pressure to If you're put. dating, you know, Ryan Gosling, he's gonna get you like a huge rock on your finger. Yeah. The, the symbol of the ring or the family jewels inheritance from like the the male side of family is really like the dowry. It's part of yeah, the dowry. It's that's like, true, that's true. Yeah. I mean like and I'm so glad my you know, I'm my dad's not gonna give my hand away for cow anymore. <laughs> But, like, I think that's why, <laughs> that's why the, the, the whole experience of the wedding ring being so expensive is for this reason, right? It's yeah, that's true. I never yeah. really thought of it it's that like way. Cheaper ring, does that mean you think I'm cheap? You know? Yeah, that's true. I didn't really think of it that way. Yeah. Like, obviously, expensive rings are really pretty. But maybe I'm just, like, too easygoing and I'm just like, eh. No, there's no right or wrong in this situation. Yeah, yeah. like, I don't want to, like, put it out there of how, like, low maintenance I am. But at the same time, like, yeah. I feel like I should have demands in life just to maintain my yeah <laughs> like i feel like like i'm pretty easygoing um like i've heard of like other situations where the girl literally denies the proposal because the ring is like hideous or really? something yeah so like that's horrible that's shallow that's like really shallow because like i don't know I, like, or maybe because the ring ring is cheap and fake where and- they get it from the two dollar like machine? oh my god you know those like <laughs> have you seen those videos where those guys check around like di- people's diamonds with the di- ice mm. checker, it's yeah. like a pen, and you check. They go to real celebrities. Diamonds. Yeah, 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 yeah. Imagine like someone proposes, you're like, wait, let me check this for yeah. diamond. <laughs> it's interesting how like the di- like diamonds are like the symbol though. Like, I feel like there's so many other beautiful stones you can get. <laughs> what well, I've seen proposals where the woman says no. Mm. I've seen women proposing to the men. Well, what would what I've would cause what would cause a woman to say no? If she wasn't ready, um... They just met. If they like just someone, met. Oh, yeah, fair enough, okay. Um, what would maybe cost? he cheated, like, he did something bad, and she was like, oh, you're proposing me just because you want to, uh, like, offset like a, what yeah. happened. Like an apology. Yeah, yeah. I've gotten one of those. I had an ex tell me that, um, that, like, we had already broken up. Yeah. And I had an ex tell me that he had put an engagement ring on... on what do you hold. call it? On hold? Yeah. Or what do you put, deposit. what do you call it when you put money down on something? Deposit. Yeah, a deposit. And I like, kind of like laughed, like, I'm, this is so horrible, but like, it was the end of the relationship and I was like, as if you're going to actually use that as like. Well, it could be BS. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Know. It could have been BS, but I just find that hilarious that like, sometimes people will use that and be like, I was going to propose. It'd be like. Uh-uh. Okay, well, propose to someone else. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> Sorry. Oh, God. Because wow. that's not going to change anyone's mind. No, for sure. Well, I no. mean, I think maybe some people it could work. Well, if, I guess if that was the ultimatum. Yeah, I was thinking that too. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. How much would you spend on a ring? Like, do you have a cap? Three months salary, that's fine. Three months, so three months salary, okay. But it, it's I subjective to how much someone makes, yeah. <laughs> I really want to ask how much money. But what's, like, in your mind, like, what... Is too expensive. Like what? Like a million dollars. A million dollars would be too expensive. Can you afford a million dollars on a ring? I I no no. Well, how do you know he won't reach Jeff Bezos level? How do you know that? Maybe he might, he might sell Maybe a Maybe he will. Yeah, I'm not doubting him. Exactly. Yeah, you never know. <laughs> it's, well, it's not a smart financial decision either. <laughs> you can put that toward you know other investments. How about okay? Let, let's be realistic. Would you put fifty grand on a, on a ring? Yeah. yeah. Fifty fifty G's fifty racks. Yeah. Yeah, at some point. That's quite a bit. Damn. Yeah. It's pretty solid. Yeah. Better be a nice ass thing. Because that's... It, that's to the point where it's not 
too stupid of a you know of an investment, right? Yeah. But if you're talking about like 100 G's, you could put that towards okay, something. 50 G's else. is still a lot, though. Yeah, that is a lot. But if you've been together Lucky for a girl. long time, yeah, right. <laughs> well, if you've been together for a That's long true. time, it's like the cost of a car. Like it's That's true. it's not a big deal. That's true. And it doesn't depreciate, so. That's true. Hmm. This is putting a lot of thoughts into my head now. Yeah, I know. I'm like, quiet. I'm it's just a, like, it's a smarter. It's a, what I'm saying is, it's a, it's a smarter investment than a car, basically. Is it? Yeah, because cars oh, appreciate. Right. Yeah, That's diamonds. True. Wait, diamonds offer. I would love a diamond. <laughs> yes. Would I want a fifty grand diamond? No. Because it's stupid. It's yeah. A stupid. Investment. I don't. I feel like that money could have been. I feel like between like ten and twenty is good. Like fifteen k. Yeah. I, I don't. I've know. heard that before. I don't even know. Like to be fair, like I don't know what's the cost. Maybe of even diamonds. like fi- between. It could five be a and lot. 20, I feel like even fi- five thousand dollars is kind of a lot. Like to yeah, me, five to ten is a lot to me. I like you guys. Yeah. yeah like I don't feel like you need to like spend like. Fifty thousand. Yeah, no, I would feel like nervous having fifty grand on my brain. What if someone robbed you? Yeah, like I would hate that. Like I would be scared to lose it. Actually, yeah, like, to be honest, I'm like, so that careless would... too. Well, I wear rings every day. Like I never take them off. Yeah. So I feel like I would actually get really paranoid if I had like fifty k on my finger. Like I don't even know if I'd want to wear that out. Like what if someone? I don't know. That's... You, gotta, you gotta tell your husband to size down so it doesn't slide off. But yeah, or like you know what? Tight. Maybe if he bought me like bitcoins and then a wedding band, yeah, I'd be happy. <laughs> True, and you know what? I even al- Bitcoin can crash. That's a problem. <laughs> you know what? I always thought would be super cute too to get like a. Actually, I already have a tattoo on my ring finger. Oh, you do. Well, I have the ones on here, but like I think it'd be super cute to get like a tattoo to complement the ring. Mm-hmm. Right, I that'd be those. so cute. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be cute. Marriage. Oof. Oh, so what have we all learned from this episode, guys? <laughs> Are you guys ready for marriage? Um, I think in a few years, I would say. Like, I'm still building my relationship up now. I'm not necessarily, like, in a super rush to put pressure on my partner to get married right away. Like, I'm enjoying the time now that we're taking to build the relationship. And, like, I feel like the time will come when we're both ready, right? Like, I don't feel that pressure. Mm. So... Like, I wouldn't say I want to get married tomorrow, mm. but I would say, like, possibly in, like, a few years, you know, it could be a tang. <laughs> but then you have to be, you know, in the right time of your life. That's what I'm saying. Like, I feel like it's up to the couple to feel like, okay, like, do we feel ready? And again, you can still do, like, a prolonged engagement or mm. whatever. I feel like you don't necessarily need to be, like, rushing into things. Like, mm. well, what do you think? you? I want babies. <laughs> I want babies. Wait, sorry, before the wedding? Or? I don't care. I want babies. I'm not having so baby people. But do you okay. feel like you'd be ready now to get married? Like, let's say... If I met the right person, yeah. 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 There's there's still aspects of my life I want to work on. Mm-hmm. Um, in, interpersonal and on in my career. And finding myself. But I feel like that could be easily done. That could be done with a partner. It would be more fun with a partner. Yeah. yeah. And going through it, marriage, everything, children. I think... It's great. It's great yeah. to discover. Fortunately, I'm not with any of my long-term exes anymore, so I wouldn't be, like, starting from, like, a long-term. I would hopefully, within the next two to five years, I'd be married with kids. Yeah. Yeah, I would say that's, like, about my timeline, too. Yeah. Around yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. I still want to travel, and I'm happy to take my partner and my kids to go travel. Yeah. Yeah, I um, think even when I have kids, I do want to travel. It just makes it more difficult, of course. I'll still do it. <laughs> Rio? 
Put a ring on it. <laughs> yeah, say 30, 35 for me. 50K. 50K. So it's about, about four years left. <laughs> Counting down. You got four years left to... Well, that's a wrap. We'll, we'll touch base more on this uh, next time. Yeah? yeah. Yeah, we'll maybe continue this conversation another time. Maybe one of us will be engaged by that time. Oh my Who God. knows? <laughs> but um, yeah, I hope you guys kind of got something out of our banter about marriage. And um, thanks for tuning in. Follow us on Instagram, which is at Two Girls One Nut Podcast. And we will catch you guys in the next episode. See you. Bye. Bye.